this is Senior Master Coordinator Bob Ferguson, and it is my delight to have one of my very best friends in the world, Master Coordinator Suzanne Cheney. We go back a long way, don't we, Suzanne? Very long way. <laughs> very long way. So we were we were we were mere pups when we uh, when we met each other. That was many years ago. So tonight we're going to hear Suzanne's story, which is a marvelous Shackley story, and then we're going to talk about how to gather our courage and what to do if we want to talk to doctors, medical professions, professionals about Shackley. And we're going to use a recent experience you've had, Suzanne, as kind of a touchstone for what can happen. It may not happen, but what can happen when we kind of get our courage up and we talk about uh, wellness to our medical professional friends. So it's just delightful having you with me. So why don't we just, I'll turn the, turn the mic over to you, so to speak, and let's, let's hear about how all this happened. My Shackley story first, Shackley Joe? Shackley first, story first, right. Well, all the transitions, Shackley transitions you've made in your life. Which yeah, I've made lots of Shackley transitions. I'm definitely not, not the person who started my Shackley business in 1970. Um, it's just a total different person who I am, but... Uh, my mom is the one who found Shackley for our family when um, I was a young teenager, so I benefited from Shackley for 90% of my life. And I had a mom who was um, very health-oriented, even uh, in the time when that wasn't um, the, what the common people, you know, that wasn't the way people lived. Uh, mom could be qualified as a health nut from the 50s and 60s, but she was not a hippie. She was just an ordinary housewife um, who was really interested in the best she could do for her family's health. And she tried several different kinds of vitamins, and she worked in a health food store, and she never found anything that really worked until she found Shackley. So, so I've used Shackley all my life. Uh, Shackley's been a part of my life. I, if Shackley went away, I wouldn't have anything to eat. I wouldn't have anything to wash my clothes with or my face or take a bath. Um, oh. I'd be at the creek. <laughs> so I never go to a, uh, to a drugstore. The only time I go there is to get dental floss, and I actually hate walking into that place because it's so depressing. <laughs> so, so I met Steve in graduate school at UCLA in the chemistry department, literally over test tube rack. Um, so that's where we met uh, after graduate school. We got we got married. Uh, we we were in graduate school when we got married and had a couple years to go. And after we uh, finished graduate school, we did some postgraduate studies at St. Louis. Uh, Stephen uh, was working at the University of Washington or Washington University, and I was at St. Louis University. We were there for a couple years, and then Steve got the job at UNC and then in the medical school, and I got a job at Burroughs Welping doing neurotransmitter research um, on rat brains. I didn't like, I had to kill the rat. That was the worst part of it all. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, and then I was hired by the Environmental Protection Agency to run a human studies uh, clinical lab for the human studies division, and it was on campus, so that was nice. It was on the same um, campus that Steve was, but just in a different building, so we could drive to work together. And as time went on, you know, we wanted to have a family, and when Mark came along, uh, 
I really want him to be a stay-at-home mom. And we were kind of thinking about we needed to prepare before that happened. And so we were looking at things. And mom out of my bedroom at home in California was making more money than the two of us put together with our high-powered jobs. <laughs> working for the EPA and him working in the medical school at UNC. And mom was home. Uh, no high-powered job, but she was making more money than the two of us put together. And the cost of inflation was, I think, 18% at that time, and our increase in pay was 5 so we thought, well, maybe we should try to shack the business. Oh, slide, <laughs> sliding in the wrong direction. Right? Yeah. So, so you have to, have to picture this. We were two lab rats. So we didn't have to communicate with people. We were playing with test tube wraps and chemicals and you know, doing tests of various and sundry things, and she was doing some teaching. So we had no communication skills, no people skills, no business skills. We didn't know anybody, and we were going to start this Shackley business. Knew, knew a bunch of rats. That was about it. <laughs> <laughs> and we would, we, well, we finally decided that we would go to the Raleigh Organic Gardening Club and that we would, might find some like-minded people there. So. That's where we really started our business, and we found a, a dentist there that we became friends with. They lived on the coast uh, in Mount Olive, which was about oh, two and a half hours from our home. And we would go down there. Uh, first off, we started going down there every week because they they needed help. They didn't know anything about Shaki, and they didn't know much. We didn't know much more than they did uh, as far as the business, but we went down there every week and um, did a meeting for them, and, and they started taking off, and we did a meeting every month. And they introduced it to a, to another dentist in Fayetteville, and she introduced it to a, a natural bodybuilder, and you know, all of a sudden our business started to, to go. And so what really kicked us into gear was um, – our 10th wedding anniversary was coming up, and Steve had promised he had taken me to Hawaii for a honeymoon, so he had promised on our 10th anniversary that he was going to take me to Hawaii. Well, <laughs> the 10th anniversary was getting really close, and we didn't have money to go to Hawaii with, but Shakti announced that the coordinator's convention was in Hawaii, and we had one sales leader, <laughs> and we needed four, <laughs> so... Anyway, long story short, we went to Hawaii as coordinators at that time, is what it was called. We had four supervisors that were doing 3,000 PV. You know, that, that was the qualifications then. And um, so we enjoyed our time in Hawaii, and that's kind of our, our business just kept growing. And we were people that uh, were kind of stubborn, and we decided that we were going to make this business work come hell or high water. So we'd made the decision, and there was many times when it would have been really easy to throw in our hat, yeah. but we didn't. And we have, well, now you know, every, I, I don't know all the people on this call, but I bet a lot of the people on this call know me, and they all know Dr. Steve, you know, and so we were from, from nobodies to everybody across the country knows, um, knows who we are. You know, Steve's done seminars all across the country for different Shackley groups. Um, Steve's been on the MEC for four years. I've been on the MEC for two. Uh, so 
uh, we're on the field scientific team, so we go and it's independent from um, you know, from ourselves uh, being on these committees. We've gotten calls from the home office science people. Well, what do you think about this? You know, so it's been it's been an interesting journey. Not only have we built a good strong business that we can pass on to our son, you know, we've made a six figure income for I would guess close to 30 years at this point. Um, you know, that's kind of nice to have that every year coming into your um, really? into your bank account. So that's kind of our Shackley story in a nutshell. Um, you know, we're still really busy with our Shackley business, still looking for new people, servicing our current customers. I do a lot of, I still do teleserve. That's when I really built my business was the concept of teleserve where I would, I had set up um, with people in my group, my customers, that if they were interested, I could call them on a monthly basis. And if they needed something, I could place the order. If they didn't, I did. That was not the reason for the call. And I built relationships with people up and down, particularly up and down the East Coast, that I, I've never met face to face, but they've become my my friends through my calling them on Teleserve. And I've I've grown their their order size from you know maybe a bodily and a protein to four four hundred plus dollars a month. So that's that's the that that was on that was the groundwork that really built built the business and from those we found some sales leaders. So beautiful, Susie. And you've had a few transitions both in terms of your physical health when you were younger and then you decided that uh, you would actually uh, become stronger, that you didn't want to, as my mother said, I'm a lady and I'm getting old, but I'll never be a little old lady. <laughs> no, that's not it. Please tell me I'm a senior citizen is when I don't have to stand in line to get into trader shows <laughs> during this pandemic stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, so there, there are advantages to age. So no doubt about it, but uh, you know, having brittle bones is not one of them. So you, you had some you had some experiences along the way, so let's talk a little bit about your health experiences because I think that's what fuels certainly our belief that our, our own our own inner experience of, of what we've done. Well, uh, my I have a couple health uh, some uh, when I was a young kid, I I had a heart murmur that I could lie in bed. It was loud enough that I could hear it, and mm -hmm. so the oxygen uh, wasn't. Uh, the blood wasn't oxygenated properly, and my dad actually had to keep a uh, oxygen tank at home and give me supplemental oxygen because I would get a really strong pain in my arm. And so my mom put two and two together, and she said, well, if she's not getting enough oxygen, she might need some more vitamin E. And so um, mom fixed me up with vitamin E, and that issue went away. Uh, then when I was, and, and the heart numbers healed up to you. It's not there anymore. Um, and I was never limited to my activities in school. So that that was kind of a minor thing. But smart mom gave me some vitamin E to help circulation and the oxygenation, I guess, made a difference because of that. I can't prove it, but it was good evidence that it works. It caused me theft anyway. And then um, when I was nine years old, I saw a picture of myself. There was a drugstore. I grew up in a small town, so you know the excitement of the day was the 
neighborhood kids. Most of the kids in my neighborhood were girls, so we got all dressed up and we went down to the drugstore that just opened because they were going to take your picture. And so the picture was a Polaroid picture. <laughs> Not no big deal, but it was exciting for us because what else was there to do in town? And when I saw my picture, I was this chubby, fat little kid, and I said to my mom, I don't want to look like that. So that really started my journey on to be good health and maintain a healthy, you know, body. And I, I had I had affirmations that I made that I still say to myself today that I Eight small quantities of the appropriate nutritious foods to build a healthy, strong, happy, healthy body. So, I mean, it's amazing how that affirmation has been in my head since I was a little kid. And, you know, that's who I am today. And then the, the most recent, uh, which has been about 20-some years ago when I was in my middle 50s, I went to the gynecologist for a health checkup. And she said, have you ever had a bone density test? And I said, no. And I agreed to have one just out of curiosity. And she's, because uh, I thought I was in good shape because I'd walked and done yoga since I was in high school. And I'd taken calcium since I was a little kid because my mom was into vitamins. But it came back that I had the beginnings of osteopenia. And so she, she, when she called me in, when I went back for the results of the bone density scan, she told me that. And she gave me a prescription for Fosamax, which they didn't know at the time, but I said, yeah, I don't take drugs. So she said, well, you're going to need this. And I thought to myself, no, I ain't. And um, because at that time, they didn't realize that Fosamax caused your jawbone to crumble. Dentists who will not work on women who have taken Fosamax because of that. And it causes your femur bones to crack. So it just makes your bones more dense and brittle. It doesn't make your bones stronger. So I asked a couple of chiropractors in our organization, uh, what should I do? And they both, independent of each other, said, you should get a personal trainer. And so I said to Steve, they said, I should get a personal trainer. He says, well, get a personal trainer. So, um, And I've never really stepped my foot into a gym to wait with weights or anything so that was just kind of not in my um, experiences and so the gymnastics coach at Carolina um, University was a customer of ours and so I asked him who he might suggest because I didn't want some just dumb jock type at the gym that was just you know the big gorilla types that I wasn't interested in that I wanted somebody that knew exercise physiology and sports nutrition and that sort of stuff. So he gave me a name of a person and I, I signed up with them and I was going to go just to learn how to do it. Well, I had it turned into, I really like this. This is a lot of fun. So that was, it became my escape three times a week to go to the gym and work out with my trainer and lift weights. So that was in May and I was supposed to go back in three months to get another bone scan to see how the Fosamax was working. And um, the doctor called me. She was so excited because my bone density had gone up 7% in those three months. And she said, I've never seen Fosamax work so well. And I said, well, I got news for you. I didn't take Fosamax. And that got her even more excited. She said, well, what did you do? And I said, well, I got a personal trainer and started lifting weights. So that started me on my journey, and I've lifted weights for 20, 20, probably 23 years at this point. So those are 
And <clears throat> I, I think what we'll do is, Susie, you can send me. Well, I I see a bunch of pictures on your uh, Facebook. Uh, we'll we'll post when when I post this about this call. I will look at that. Oh my gracious! Uh, move over, guys. Um, we'll post some of the pictures. My favorite one is Susie. Now you're not a very large person. You're you're a little wisp of a thing, and. There's Susie with a chain around her dragging this tractor tire across a asphalt. I go, do not mess with that woman. <laughs> it, it, it would not, it would not go well. So anyway, uh, it's it's really impressive what you what you've been doing. And yeah, I've had my little story where this last year I took, you know, working out really seriously. And I've done a little 20 minute routine. I, I, I went to the gym and then when COVID time came, I just didn't go to the gym at all. I just did my little 20 minutes, upper body, lower body and abs. And I started to do pull-ups and all that. And all of a sudden, at least by, you know, gauged on how many pull-ups I can do, I'm stronger now at a month less than 70 than I was at age 35. Cause I can do more pull-ups now than I recall. And I could, 30 years ago. Um, when I was 35, I couldn't do a push-up. <laughs> now I, I did I did 50 push-ups today. Uh, when, I out, when I worked out and, you know, 50 dips and uh, <laughs> 50 squats. So it's, it's safe to say that you're never going to have weak bones. Uh, well, the other, the other interesting, the side, the, the side follow-up story to the bone density thing is it was about six months after that. And I was, after when my bone density went up 7%, I was at the gym and I was, I was stretching by pulling on the support of the bench press bar, that heavy bar that goes across. And my shoe slipped on the floor and I was losing my balance. So I grabbed and I grabbed the bar instead of the support and the bar, the 50 pound bar fell on my extended shin. Oh. and rolled down and I had to have 13 stitches and I told my trainer you know just get some band-aids and a, and a, and a towel and we'll mop up the blood and put some band-aids on because my hour's not up <laughs> <laughs> I paid for this hour I, I haven't finished my workout <laughs> and he said well you're in adrenaline shock right now we're going to at that point where I was at the gym there was a, one of those urgent care across the street I'm going to take you across the street to the urgent care. So I sat there for quite a while until they saw me and they, they did uh, 13 stitches in it and they gave me some antibiotics, which I didn't take. I just came home and took my Shackley stuff. And I got home and I thought, dang, my neck, my leg didn't break. I, I dropped 50 pounds on my extended shin and it didn't break. The skin broke and I got cut, but my bone didn't break. So exercise and lifting weights is something that everybody needs to do. Absolutely. Wow. Well, we could stop the call right now and 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 be completely filled with wonderful feelings and inspiration, but there's more. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what your recent experience is, because you actually started your business by talking to dentists. And one dentist talked to another dentist, and then they talked to Bobby Brandenburg, and the whole thing started to take off. But tell us about your recent experience with the medical practice. Well, um, see, particularly Steve more than me because I don't really have much faith in, in MDs. I go to the chiropractor for my needs 
um, and get pretty much my health taken care of that way. And every you know every year I go for a physical, but I I've only been doing that for maybe the last eight or nine years. Um, so I go to go to the doctor, and um, you know, he and I kind of butt heads because he he told me that Steve and I are the healthiest people in in his practice, but he's really concerned about all those vitamins I take. Uh, I think there's a connection there, and so then. That I said, you know, I'm really concerned about all those side effects of those drugs that you prescribe. So, um, so that was kind of our relationship. And he would say, well, I just have to ask you if you want a tetanus shot. I said, no, I don't want a tetanus shot. But you don't even bother to ask. But, so we kind of butted heads. And so he, he's, he's retired. He decided to retire. And I said to Steve, that's the best call I've gotten in a long time. <laughs> so, so anyway, the two doctors that were in this practice um, sold the practice to two women. The the other two were men, and they were they were in their middle seventies at least. Um, so it was really time for them to retire. And these and so there's these two new people, uh, two women that have taken the practice, and I would guess they're in their late 40s, early 50s, somewhere in there. I don't know, but that's just kind of my guess. And and we got a nice letter from the from the practice and introduced these people and they had their, their kind of their stories and where they were coming and how their approach to medicine was. And so they they were signing me one out of out of two and I thought, oh no, I'm going to interview these two people before I decide who's going to be my doctor. And they they had they had opened the door for me because one of them in particular was into um, holistic health and so I thought mm, that's and she um, so that was an open door to that person and so anyway bottom line um, Steve was going and he finished his physical and the, one of the doctors was sitting in with the doctor that retired about. Steve's numbers from his blood test, and I don't, I wasn't there, I didn't hear the conversation, but the doctor, the new doctor said, I'd like to know more about your wife's business, I don't know what Steve said to cause her to say that, and I said, well, what did you tell her? He said, well, I didn't tell her anything. I said, you didn't? So, um, well, that was Thursday, and Friday I was in the doctor's office with the two of them, one, one, one after the other, talking to them, um, interviewing them, and I took each one of them a printout of the landmark study, the actual um, journal article, and I took them the um, telomere study, the article, printed out, and then on top of that I, I stapled our, our um, layman's explanation of the landmark study and our layman's explanation of the telomere study and Dr. Jamie's letters to doctors. And then I talked to them a little bit about, you know, what I was looking for work and I'm uh, and reading their, reading their um, introductions to the, you know, to the practice that they were taking over. I said, I, I see that you're both interested in, you know, a healthier approach to medicine. And one of them actually said, yeah, I'm realizing that drugs don't do anything other than cover up the symptoms. 
And I said, that's true. And this is where we could partner and help people get rid of the cause. Um, so um, I just left it there at that. And we chatted. And then the one doctor said, I, I noticed that you must work out because I can see your muscles in your arms. So she said, what do you use after you work out? Or do you take something after you work out? And I said, yes. And I told her about physique. I said, I use physique for my chakra, one of Shakti's products. And she said, well, I'm really concerned about the product that my husband uses after he works out. So um, could you send me some information on physique? So I did. And I gave them my websites to look at. So the bottom line is one doctor has actually signed up with the Prove It Challenge. And she bought the physique for her husband because she noticed that if she placed a $200 order, she could save $20. So, so I thought, woohoo! <laughs> and that, so I tracked the order to see when she would be getting it. And I, uh, so I knew the date. And so she brought the Prove It Challenge with the cleanse. And I um, sent her some, um, some cleanse recipes and some smoothie recipes. And I didn't hear from her. And I thought, well, darn, that's kind of interesting. And she's an MD, so I really don't want to you know, try to bug her and call her because uh, she's in the transition of getting the office you know, set up for their practice. And she's got this purchase that she has to go through, the closing. Well, I was standing in line at the farmer's market waiting for the farmer's market to open in a, week, a couple of weeks ago. And I got an email from her, and she said, oh, she was apologizing. She said, I am so sorry I didn't respond to your email um, because it ended up in my spam file. And I thought, oh, good. And she gave me permission to call her anytime I wanted to. So I thought, oh, man, I'm in. This is really going to work well. So, so, you know, she gave me permission. And so on Saturdays, for the last two Saturdays, I've touched base with her. And we've talked about she has a child that's eight years old. She's got four children. The eight-year-old is, uh, she says, uh, all she wants to eat is carbs, and she's a dancer, and she doesn't eat well. And so I was suggesting that maybe she could try the meal shake for the child because she wasn't really into the life shake. She didn't like it. So I said, well, they do have some meal shake for that situation. And, and then... Uh, so she placed another order. She got more protein and life strip and milkshake. But I think the most interesting thing to me about this conversation, which is still you know, taking place, is she emailed me last weekend, and she said, if I take my vitalizer and my, you know, my protein in the morning and I eat, a, I eat a decent lunch, healthy lunch, and if I add more vegetables to my diet, I'd be covering my nutrition. Now, this is an MD asking me about her nutrition. So, so, so now I'm set up in her mind as an authority on nutrition, which I, you know, and she said I'm having a lot of clients, patients that are having digestive issues. I said, well, that's where we can talk to them about, you know, Shackley's uh, enzyme, the Easy Digest, and the 
and the Optiflora DI that helps the immune system and the digestive tract. And then there's the peppermint ginger in case they have, you know, gas and ups. She said, they have all those products? I said, yeah. I said, I, my vision for us is we partner and we make this into a well clinic, a wellness clinic instead of a sickness clinic, which has been ever since I've gone to this place. It's been a sickness clinic. So, yeah. So that's where I am with it right now. Oh, and the other the other exciting thing is she said, well, we just got our website up. Will you see, please put us your story so we can put it on the webs on our website. So and will you and, and also um, once we get established and things organized, maybe in a month or so, um, I want you to do a series on nutrition for my for the patients. And she said it could be there's there's space in the office we could do it, but she said, you know, we'll have to see, but we've also got Zoom, so that would work as well, so anyway, that was, um, that's my MD story, and I really feel that, you know, I just went slowly, and I went inch by inch, and tried to give her a little bit of information, like putting crumbs out on the, on the trail, um, for her to gobble up, and also they read, um, Steve's book, we gave him Steve's book on um, slaying the food myth. And she said, oh, he has one on slaying the supplement myth? And I said, yes. So I said, well, I've got to order that. But they read the, they read Steve's book. They really liked Steve's book. They liked his writing style. He said it was really easy for them and for a person to understand that's not into the medical field or the nutrition field. So it's just been a slow drip on these people. But I think the main thing is I had the opportunity to go in there and interview both of them, one after the other, and set it up myself and Steve as we can be your partner in this and we'll make this, we can make this a wellness clinic. And they've said things, you know, like, yeah, I realize that giving people drugs just causes the symptoms to be, you know, mask the symptoms, but does nothing to take care of the, pro the problem. I said, that's where nutrition comes in. We can take care of the problem. So that's my doctor's story. Oh, Susie, this is just fantastic. And I think what we'll do is uh, yeah, we'll, we'll end up here because I think this is just a, a beautiful, beautiful endpoint. But maybe just a, just a little word about you could have decided to take a pass or just go get another doctor, but you cared enough and you knew enough of what you wanted that first of all, you went out and interviewed the doctors. But second of all, you were open to provide them information and they were open. Maybe the folks who went to medical school for a long, you know, long time ago and are steeped in a particular paradigm, but that is beginning to shift. And the reason I wanted to have this story as part of our webinar tonight is to give people some encouragement, just try. Just provide information. Anyone can go and print off the landmark study, the full study. Anyone can print off the telomere study. Anyone, maybe you'll provide us your layman's explanation because I've seen a number of them, but I'm sure yours are superior. And so oh, we- Oh, one there? It's just the one with the bar graphs and the circles around it to show- Oh, good. Okay, good, yeah. Nothing fancy, and the other one was yeah, the shoelace thing with the graph and the- Yeah. 40-year-old. 
the 80 year old has the telomere length of a 40 year old. That one. Good, yeah, good. So yeah, we 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 we've got those. And then of course we've got uh, Jim Brooks's amazing presentation from the Global Conference last last year. 17 minutes of just pure gold in terms of an explanation about landmark, particularly landmark two. The mind blowing results that come from that. Well, we haven't got there yet, so <laughs> yeah. the landmark two. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. We, we, uh, you know, I, I did a, we did a wonderful talk with Dr. Jamie, and that's still kind of in 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 legal review because Landmark Two hasn't been and published. published, and so I had to be very careful about what what we actually put out, other than just a one-time shot. So anyway, um, I think all of us, first of all, why doesn't everyone just you can put in the chat, uh, you know, our thanks to uh, Susie, and um, I think it's it's very clear what uh, you know, good Suzanne. Thank you. God bless you. Inspiration. Yes, absolutely. To me, the uh, the lesson is very clear. Open your mouth. Be a little bit bold. Tell people what we have, and then follow up, and follow up in a very gentle, systematic, organized, respectful way, and great things can happen, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just. She, um, I was floored when she when she told me about you know if I take my vitamins or my life strip and I take my protein at breakfast time and I I don't eat a bad lunch and I add more vegetables to my and she actually she actually did the cleanse which I thought oh my God yeah. so so uh, you know so I've I've been able to just inch by inch set on set Steve and I up as nutrition experts that they can partner with to help the people in this in the practice. We can make a huge difference with these people. Absolutely. Now now the interesting thing is not everyone is Suzanne Cheney with an advanced degree in chemistry and not everyone is Dr. Steve, but we have access to the information. It wasn't that you wrote up a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't write up anything. You didn't write up anything. You you just printed out the studies. So any one of us has the capacity because we have Shackley, because Shackley has science. We can simply be reflectors and conduits for that science. That's, I think that, that, that's a really, that's a really, really big deal. That's a, so, um, okay. So Donna, Donna, why don't you ask your question? Uh, just, you know, Private message, uh, Suzanne, and she can she can help you with that. Um, so good. All right. Well, we'll close up now. But Suzanne, this is an uncommon pleasure. I have spent many, 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 many delightful days and nights at the Shea Cheney, and we've done uh, gosh, how many Lutais uh, Pacific Institute? Well, I did seventeen when you stopped counting and let me come for free. <laughs> <laughs> Stop paying. It was just unbelievable. And, and that's a whole other that's a whole other call of going well, that helped too. That changed me that helped me change from the lab rat to the successful master coordinator living my dream. That's it. And that was that was nutritive to that to that process. So all right folks, thank you very much for being involved, Suzanne. Thank you for your beautiful wisdom and your marvelous speaking style it's just fantastic and all the inspiration so take care folks we're going to finish up night Bye -bye.